Separated by cosmic cabinets, Brandon, Paul, and Logan are bod- prod- pod- <laughs> broadcasting a discussion about the Smash Direct live directly to your ears using their telepathic powers. My name is Brandon Miracle. If you look south of me in the video version, you'll see Paul Anderson. And if you look to the right of me in the video version, you'll see Logan Welliver doing something. Checking himself I'm- out. I'm. I can't remember what the term is, but I'm making myself look beautiful. You're welcome. Fair enough. You did. You don't need effort for that. You're already beautiful. Oh, so no, it does, it's not like it takes any work. We have it's a just... laundry list of things to talk about, but obviously, if you're on the tra- channel earlier, you would know. Or even if you just exist and you're a human being, you would know that Super Smash Brothers Direct was this morning, and was one of mm. the best Nintendo Directs they've ever put out by far. That's I think. a fact. Yeah. It was tasty. Brandon's over here speaking truth. Whew. So um, we're going to talk about pretty much everything that they talked about in the Direct. But right away, we're just going to talk about the characters first. Because we know that, obviously, mm. you guys want to talk about characters. Mm. Uh, so they opened the trailer with a character that got leaked the night before. <laughs> uh, well, sort of Good leaked. Stuff. I mean, like, yeah, at that point, it was, it was pretty obvious that it was going to be a character. If they went with the assist trophy, weird. But I guess that also could have worked, but... I mean, there are games that uh, aren't represented in Smash via anything mm-hmm. other than music. Like uh, Tetris, for example, is in there. Um, oh, so they're not going to give us an L piece as a character? No. Um, <laughs> but yes, Simon Belmont was announced for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, as well as Richter Belmont. <laughs> the thing here is that, like, just because we got the song... It didn't completely ruin the whole surprise because we had the Echo Fighter. That's true. Yes. And the trailer was legitimately fantastic. Also, also there was, I mean, even just talking about like last night, obviously we know now it's the case that there is these characters, uh, but there was always the possibility that this was just thrown up here and that they were going to, you know, um, represent it in some small way as opposed to such a significant way, which they've done with other things. Uh, for example, some certain assist trophies. So, Real quick, though, guys. Um, one for the fallen Luigis. <laughs> Jordan, to answer your question, Simon Belmont and Richter Belmont are from the Treasured Castlevania series owned by Konami. Um, so Simon and Richter actually join Snake, um, and total three Konami reps. Fire Emblem reps, yeah. Definitely Fire Emblem reps. Is this a Fire <laughs> Emblem character? <laughs> um, so if you watched our live reaction, you would know that, uh, the three of us had no idea who Richter was. Nope. I thought he was a no Fire idea. Emblem character because his theme song sounded a whole lot like the Fates theme at the start. I I was like, there's no way. I, I heard you say that, and I just thought in my head, no, that's not how this works. He doesn't even look like a <laughs> Castlevania character. Yeah, he but he, like had a, Castlevania he had a character. He, he was just, he was all the same, right? Josiah says Simon is from Castlevania's 1 through 4, and Richter is from some PC Engine game <laughs> that nobody's going to know about. Uh, so, I mean, do you just, do you just primarily play as simon belmont throughout the the series I think simon's only in a couple games because there's trevor belmont in one game you play as alucard uh so there's a lot of we, characters why didn't we get someone like trevor belmont because i i'm familiar with who trevor belmont is he's uh so why, why is because you're familiar is that, that simon's grandfather him? or his father i know he's old i know he's like a father figure of some kind right um he's he's the uh the jonathan joestar to the joseph joestar i mean alucard 
I think would have even been a neat choice. But we're not going to ruin it for, for, for Moogles in the chat because Moogles' favorite Castlevania character happens to be Richter Belmont. So, so congratulations. Funny. Get out of here, Joe. Get out of here. You really lucked out, my man. Uh, so, yeah, two more guest characters to Smash Brothers. Uh, my prediction was correct that we would get a third party announced, and I even nailed who the character was. Uh, that said, a lot of people were kind of e- echoing that. Um, oh, hold on, my internet's dropping out. It did this earlier. Good times, right? It's just going to come back all of a sudden. I, I hope. Oh, there it is. Sorry about that. This did this earlier, and I don't know why. That said, um, Moogle says Trevor plays very different to Simon, so Richter was the better choice for an Echo. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, in, in my mind, Alucard or Trevor would have probably been just a different character altogether. Right. Um, He's an assist trophy. Redicus says the Belmont family is huge, just like the Joestar family. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that... that... That was a big revelation for Log. <laughs> so, I mean, the three of us don't really have that much of a a history, excuse me, with Castlevania. That said, uh, I thought he looked, or Simon specifically, looked really fun to play as. I'm really excited yeah. to try him out. Like, he it's looks like, like a fun I've, character. I've played enough Castlevania, like, not like a ton, like I've never finished a game, but I've sat down for, you know, an hour and tried to play, like, Super Castlevania and some of the original stuff. And I've watched enough gameplay to know that's like, I, I watched the character start to like the animation start to run. And all of a sudden I was like, Oh, they just like up and like, just let's take the NES sprites <laughs> and then let's just translate it to a 3d model, you know? And I really like the design for his, uh, his attacks. You know, obviously it's centered around the whip because you know, that's what he uses mm-hmm. in the games. But, um, it gives him so many spacing options. I love playing as Ike, right. and Ike is a great zoning character. Simon, I think, might end up being one of the best zoning characters in all of Smash just because of that whip. Because, you know, he throws the whip out, and if you attack the whip, Simon doesn't get hurt. So that's just, like, free blows you can throw out um, right. with little risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that makes that makes uh, Simon and um, Richter very exciting to me. I thought the stage looked awesome. Uh, I was talking to Josiah earlier, and the first thing they show is Simon walking up the stairs, which is an iconic imagery from Castlevania, so good on them for that. Uh, And obviously there's... All the monsters. Yeah, yeah. All the monsters that show up in the trailer are actual monsters that show up on the stage, which Mm -hmm. was a good, was a nice touch. If they would have shown, like, you know, two or three, like, that would have been plenty, but they just, like, kept going in the trailer like oh yeah there's this monster and this monster and this monster and this monster so and this monster. It's like, Hold. the first time we play on the stage we're all going to be luigi right yes i mean without a doubt in a show of solidarity but the thing is show if we play as luigi we're we're not coming back no i mean nobody it's comes over. back it's a one-way trip it's dracula's <laughs> castle <laughs> Moose Man you think says... you're gonna survive <laughs> Mooseman says they reference Symphony of the Night, which is not a Nintendo game. This confirms a Castlevania HD collection for Switch. That's the dream. Um, so, yeah, and on top of that, 34 songs from Castlevania. That's a lot of music. 34 <laughs> One songs. One game. 
And Sakurai specifically mentioned that the, the development staff was very excited about Castlevania being in the game. So obviously this was a, a, a big choice for just the team. Right. I feel like this like development for this game is like, hey, Sakurai, have you seen this? Add it into Smash Brothers. <laughs> You haven't really no, even no, no, looked no, no, at it. Just no, add no, it in. No, no it's just not just that. It. It's not just that. They walk in and then they show them and they look at this. Now, look at all the people that like it. <laughs> and he goes, okay, let's do that. So obviously these two characters are not the only characters that were announced for Smash Brothers today. Far more than I ever expected. What? Uh, immediately after these two characters were detailed, Sakurai announced two Echo Fighters. One mm. being Krom, an echo of of Roy, and the oh, other echo of Roy. being Dark Samus, an echo of Samus. Krom's an echo of Fire Emblem. What are you on about? <laughs> if you look at him, yeah. So Krom has Ike's up B, which is Ether. He's got uh, Roy's moveset for the most part. but mm. uh, And then he uses Lucina's sword, because if you've played Fire Emblem Awakening, you would know the relationship between those two characters. So he's just right. like this amalgamation of blue-haired, red-haired sword fighters. Yeah, he's easily the most interesting Echo fighter because he just mostly feels like his own character. You know? Yeah, it's it's different enough for me. He's to... enough of everybody else. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> that said, I think Dark Samus also looks really interesting, mostly because uh, her, yeah. her idol animation just has her floating in, in, in one spot. It looks so good! All the animations are really, really good. Like, let's let's be clear. Like, a lot of the idle animations, you know, from between the Echo Fighters and the fighters that they're based off of, are are, are much much different. And and a lot of them, it just again, it gives them that much flavor where they, it's it's like they're justified in having a slot instead of just being a, a costume change, which was the case with Lucina, and that was probably what brought sakurai to this point or the team to this point because who, who know who actually had this idea but sakurai at least you know approved the fact that oh maybe we can add more characters but do less work and still give people what they want uh and have like a really just add more value to this game without having to do like that much extra work i mean it's a lot mm -hmm. of work doing these animations and getting them in the game but it's significantly less work than uh building a new character from the ground up Another thing specifically I want to mention in regards to these two characters, um, Sakurai said that they were two highly requested characters. Um, personally, I wanted Dark Samus a whole lot, so I resonated with that. And then uh, Krom, I think, got a lot of attention because of how he was snubbed in that Smash 4 trailer. Um, but all of this to say that a lot of the characters Sakurai's announced so far are characters people have been asking for over and over again. Mm-hmm. He's Ridley. This game is Sakurai. This game is Sakurai just giving people what they've asked for for all these years. Yeah, that's which is the kind game. of nuts. It's kind of a nutty thing to do because it's a lot, you know. I mean, at every step of the way, like every stat he gave about the game was just baffling. Like, oh yeah, we have this many stages. What? You have that many stages? Where do you even get that much music? Yes, yeah, seriously. Where do you find all these characters? How does it fit all on this one little cartridge? Are you human? What are Link compression? You need help. What is compression magic? Uh, Ace the gamer dude. The entire size of the game is like two gigabytes. Sixteen gigs, as far as we know oh, right now. Uh, okay. Ace the gamer dude 14 says. Fourteen of that's music. Ace says Dark Samus is the Echo Fighter I never knew I wanted. 
Dark Samus is the Echo Fighter I always knew I wanted. I will say this now. Dark Samus is the prettiest character in the entirety of this game right now, at least in my opinion. I love that dark feel. I love the textures. I love the the glowiness i love the the again the idol animation mm-hmm. so like it's it's like haunting it's so good even though we have a lot of fire emblem already i already want a main crom <laughs> like I've, i just the little bit that i've seen i'm like yep he's my main now Done. i want to main you because i feel bad for you <laughs> yeah, it's I'm not seeing... even that like of, of the four like unique fire emblem movesets his just resonates more with me right yeah, you because you liked. I remember you liked Lucina a little bit back in Smash yeah. Four. So well, I liked Marth. I liked Lucina. Er, I played better as Lucina. The way she was balanced just made the difference for me. Without like the sword tipping. Yeah, and then this just looks like the fun Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that leaves a lot of room for a lot more Echo Fighters. One thing that Sakurai mentioned immediately after this is that they plan to announce every single fighter in Smash Brothers Ultimate before launch, and that mm. there are more coming. So stay tuned. I think this is a great, great idea. So we're not going to have people who are streaming the game just trying to spoil every other character in the game before mm-hmm. you know you get to be surprised by it. So Sakurai is going to have everybody be surprised together. It's exactly the way I wanted it to happen. I wonder if there's anybody out there who's just, like, looking to buy the game and not be spoiled at all. Like, they don't want to know anything about the game before it comes out. And I wonder if that's even possible. That would be an incredible feat. If you were able to get away with, like, not learning any of this information about Smash Bros. And then buying it and having, like, no understanding or, like, no context of, like, what they've done with the game. And you just get to explore it yourself. Like, that'd be insane. I mean, the one thing that, like, works in people's favor is that they can't fit every character on the cover art. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's a, there is a uh, chance that you could yeah. pick up the game and not know everything about it. The, the chances are very slim. Interesting that you bring up the cover art because at the end of the direct, Sakurai fills in all these empty spaces with characters that got announced. But if you look at the original character art, the spaces that they're filled in with weren't there before he shifted around characters on the on the art to make room so you can't guess if there's going to be a character on a specific location right that's great because they'll just modify it (laughs) yeah that's awesome i feel bad for the people that bought that already though yeah i mean i mean we knew we were gonna get more characters i don't even think that was a question yeah uh and then we'll skip to the end of the direct where sakurai gave us one last character trailer and I watched mm. us watching this back, and it took me until, like, the very last second to realize it was a King K. Rule trailer. And I'm really surprised about that. I For the beginning, I was like, is this a story mode trailer? And then I saw Donkey Kong, and I was like, is this a story mode trailer? Yeah. To be fair, like, the context leading up to that really made it seem like he was about to announce something for Monster Hunter. Yeah. So Well, I mean, kind of, but not really. Because... He got done talking about Monster Hunter while he's talking, the screen's shaking like something's approaching from far away. Yeah, I thought it was right. Monster Hunter too. And then he cut away to one more thing. Right, but like right be literally preceding the actual trailer, there was several images 
of main characters and their their respective antagonists. And that's, so that's what led up to oh now here's Donkey Kong. Yeah, and so like killing my dream login. Altogether the context makes sense, but it was actually that that led me to believe it was story mode content. I was like, look at all right. these treasured battles that have taken place in Nintendo history. Right. This must be story mode, but of course not. It was King K rule. <laughs> Excuse right, right. me. Uh, once we cut to Donkey Kong, like King K rule made sense, but up until then, like anything was possible in here. Can we talk about how King DDD was dressed up as King K rule and then proceeded to laugh? So to me, Sakurai was DDD in that moment, laughing at all the people right. who no, were upset I... about the me costume in Smash Four. That's exactly right. what that was. And it was so funny. I actually watched, um, I watched a short video on on Twitter. Somebody recorded some reaction at one of these like Nintendo World stores, uh, and they had the trailer for King K Rule, and it was so so funny to see everybody freaking out, freaking out, and all of a sudden DDD pops up with the silhouette, you know, and everybody freaks out and he throws it off and all of a sudden you hear this audible like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> before he comes back out and everyone's like, yeah, and just screaming again. The it's fact amazing. that he's wearing a costume, like the whole meme fighter costume, like tragedy from Smash 4, it was too good. Sakurai just is a genius. Uh, really yeah, quick. Both, both, both of the new character trailer reveals were incredible very were good so well done so well animated oh my gosh have you ever seen such pretty like animation like who do they like animate these things in-house or do they they like... license out to a company who i believe is the same company that did the smash 4 trailers okay sakurai talked imagine... this he mentioned this in a famitsu column recently okay because they do a really good job these imagine a whole really story mode with trailers like that mm. i know I know they could they could really go nuts with it. I'm ready. So here, here's the question: of these five characters, which one are you most excited to play, gentlemen? Dark Samus, Chrome. I think for me, I think Dark Samus, just because I'm a huge Samus. Hold hold uh, it right. Just stop. All three what? of us answered Echo Fighters, by the way. I know because they were amazing. <laughs> Right. Well, that's the thing, because it's like I say Dark Samus because it's so beautiful and I love Samus and it's so good. But like at the same time of like besides that, I think second would probably be like oh, it's such a tough choice because like I just don't I just don't know. Simon's um, like my number two. Yeah, I yeah think, I'd probably say that, too. I think K rules my number two because I'm just a, I'm a huge, huge, you know, DKC fan. Um. um that said, we haven't talked a lot about King K. Rule himself. Um, his moveset looks pretty cool. It seems to draw from all the Donkey Kong Country games, from what I can yes. tell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 what I assume is his side B or his neutral B. He's got this gun where he can suck up projectiles and fire them back out at people. I thought that was really neat. Um, He's got the best counter of anyone. Hands down. <laughs> it's his belly. He counters with his belly. That's fantastic. He has I a just... belly bump. I get nostalgic because, like, I just, like, I played through mostly through, like, DKC, the original, uh, back in the day. And then I finished it just recently. And that final fight when he's throwing the, uh, his crown, it's just, I don't know, just the visuals kind of just, it gets me, right? 
gives me right in, right in the feels. Um, but in addition to that, they showed that it is a projectile and the villager can suck it up. He can pocket it. Does, does, does he just never <laughs> have his crown again? I don't is that know. It? I imagine that it like <laughs> probably respawns at some point. I imagine like if he sends it out and it comes back, he can reuse that. Oh, sure. But, but, if, if, but a villager just hangs on to it. Well, yeah, I imagine that sure it would eventually just respawn. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, unless if Villager has some kind of limit on how long he can pocket something, like it'll just disappear and then respawn on his head after the fact. Right. Well, uh, Sorry mean, about all the random dropouts. I don't know why that's happening. Yeah. I think it's more likely that there could just be two instances of the crown in that instance, you know? Why stop at two? Let's go for three, man. Well, I mean, that's the thing. There, I, I feel like there would be able to have multiple instances in a single match. You know, I think like Especially probably like, most is like eight if you're playing up against seven villagers. Um, King K. Rule also has a pretty neat uh, final smash. It's the laser, which is apparently from Donkey Kong 64. He fires it at the entirety of Donkey Kong Island and just blows it up. That's pretty great. That's pretty and brutal. Yeah, no kidding. Very unforgiving. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Ridley's final smash, where he fires a like a Nova wave or a Nova wave at uh, at Samus's starship. Uh, Moogle says Villager could take items from Duck Hunt Dog disappear from Villager's inventory after a while. Trust me, I know. There you go. Um, so that's all the character announcements we got for this direct. Once again, a lot more than I think any of us were expecting. Oh, yeah. um, but after oh, yeah. that, Sakurai went into stages. There's 103 mm. of them, by the way. There's 103 stages. That's not a small number. And they're all available right from the start. And stage uh, hazards yeah, can so be toggled off. Stage hazards can be toggled off. Uh, all 103 stages are sorted chronologically from when they appeared in Super Smash Brothers. And another cool tidbit is that all 103 stages is stages is, is, is are compatible <laughs> with eight player Smash. I wonder I really if like that. they just did that because they were like, why not? But then like maybe some of these things like don't cater well to that. In Smash you know Four, I mean? it was technical problems that prevented stages from being played in eight player Smash. Ah, so now that those technical problems are gone, well, I always just assumed that it was like. Small stages, too many characters, hard to... A little chaotic. That too. It wasn't, but... because when 8-player Smash... When the first game first launched, there were stages that weren't able to be used in 8-player Smash. And then in later updates, they got re-added into 8-player Smash with some changes. So there was some, some kind of technical limitation that they've ironed out. It's going to be chaotic, and I love it. Or they just didn't have to deal with the 3DS version. Like, well, I mean, the 3DS version didn't have any 8-player Smash to speak of. I wonder why. Uh, so let's go over a couple of the stages that got shown off. Um, Pokemon Stadium from Melee got a nice visual upgrade to go along with it. Um, Garden of Hope from Smash 4. Brinstar Depths from Melee, uh, the, mm. which is the one with Kraid, and you're on the big spinning platform. I was really hoping that one would come back. That's a fun stage. It's so really, many fun memories of it. Really janky in melee. Like the collision doesn't always work, and you can't grab certain ledges. So I'm excited right. to play that it in a game that works. Character. <laughs> <laughs> it does have character. It's got crate. Rustic. Um, 
We got Summit from Smash Brawl, which was an Ice Climber stage. You know of a Pokemon League from 3DS, Magicant from 3DS, Gamer from Smash 4, and the brand new Final Destination. It's the best one. It this looks is so pretty. Really good. <laughs> it's so cool. I love how like the the stage almost kind of looks like a spaceship. It's got like a thruster built into it. Right. And uh, the background looks really neat. Uh, just really good design overall. Uh, we got to see new Donk City Hall, um, which is a traveling stage like Delfino Island. What with a cool twist? You got to collect the band, and then you get the full song playing in the background. I thought that was so cool. I mean, like, that's a mission it's in a Super nice Mario Odyssey. It's a little tidbit. Yeah. Uh, so that looks fun to play on. And then, of course, we have to mention... Melee's returning stage, Fountain of Dreams, one of my favorite mm. stages of all time. Fountain of Dreams. And it looks a lot prettier. Holy pretty. Like, wow pretty. <laughs> they dialed up the prettiness to 11. It is, it might be like the prettiest stage in Smash right now by far. Oh, yeah. I love the, the new level of water reflection. Because the water reflection in Melee, while impressive, doesn't look good. <laughs> So I'm excited to see that in the context of this new game. Yeah. Um, and then Sakurai kind of dropped a bomb on us. Stage morphing. Stage morphing. This is one of my pop-offs in this direct if you watched our reaction. Uh, you can select two stages, and at a random point or at a predetermined time, the stage will morph from the first stage into the second stage. Such Excuse a weird feature. Me? It's weird, but really cool. Right. Like, there's some of these things that they added that we're going to talk about that were like, oh, finally, this was like everybody was asking for something like this. This was like, <laughs> what are we going to do with stages? Hey, what if we made them morph in between each other? Who asked for that? <laughs> Who said that? I'm sure I'm ask for it in every game moving forward, though, because it's kind of awesome. It is pretty yeah. awesome. The new Soul Calibur doesn't have it. Not going to buy that game. <laughs> it really, I mean, it really changes the dynamic of the battle because your whole stage layout changes. You might be playing a character that does better on one stage but not the other. Um, yeah. It can really change how a battle turns out. And I really like the idea behind yeah. that. I do yeah. want to note some other notable returning stages that I'm not sure if they were in Smash 4 or not. Uh, but Picto Chat is, is back. 3DS. Right, and I figured I figured it was on the 3DS. I, I like a lot of the 3D uh, 3DS stuff because it's all the handheld stuff, and that just hits me in the nostalgia, right? I love how they uh, weren't on the Wii U version because I really wanted most of the stages that were on 3DS to be on the Wii U yeah. version. Or how about Kirby's Dreamland for the G uh, the Game Boy? Another it's 3DS got that stage. like right. Um, you play in a Game Boy screen. Right, right, right. It's just the visuals, and it's just it looks so good. Um. I think that's all the ones that I think that were just kind of stuck out to me. And it's mostly because they're kind of retro. I do want to throw it to the chat, though. There's there's still no poker floats, and I'm kind of upset. You know, the Game Explain guys were talking about that. I don't... I don't think it's a great stage, other than the fact it's visually appealing. (laughs) It almost seems like a... I mean, I remember liking poker floats a lot, but uh, it's almost like a meme stage at this point. Right. Like asking for Waluigi. Uh, but Poke Floats updated to modern visuals would look really cool, I think. 
But guys, they they're Hannon Bow's in this game. That's what? a terrible stage. How did Hannon Bow get come back? How? That's what I'm saying. Like, why is that in here and not Poke Floats? Because at yeah, least also... like Poke Floats is it has an interesting bit to it. There is nothing good about Hannon Bow. Yeah, another really weird, weird stage, right? It's like there's nothing there's not a platform in that that is completely stationary, correct? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, weird. Weird stage. <laughs> uh to answer everybody in the chat, Smash has been rumored to be sixteen gigabytes. So compression magic. Very, very much compression, compression magic. Witchcraft. So after talking about all these stages, um which is something I love by the way, absolutely adore the stage count. Uh, right. Sakurai went into music. Music is no longer organized by stage that they play on, but now they're organized by series. So any see, song from a series can be played on any stage from that series. See, this is this is me as as a as a guy who listens to a lot of music, and I have to keep everything straight. This is like, wait, this is just happening now. Like, I, I never thought about it too much with you know past games uh, specifically just the last game and how they organize it um but why why didn't they do this before like well, why did they, it take they so were, long they were catering songs or curating songs i guess to be on the stages that fit the most right which i can kind of understand but this is just much better <laughs> right and then they just handed the control off to the players right so you can set you know frequencies of songs per Per stage, can you do it? You just choose a stage and set the frequency of, of whatever songs appear? Yeah, uh, you can do that right on the stage select screen. Right. Uh, you can make playlists now to, uh, mm. so you, you know, if you have a certain selection of songs you like, you can listen to those. In fact, you can just use it as an MP3 player with the switch screen off. You can listen to any of the That's music in so the game. That's so weird. You can do it in the so... 3DS version, too. Nintendo's so weird. They know us up, though. Like, but I guess with is... 900 tracks, like, there's a lot to listen to. You Why would I want music? all that music like on my phone that I carry with me everywhere? Obviously, I need it all on my Switch, and I need to carry that everywhere I go. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll just you know take these headphones here. I'll take the uh, the Joy Cons off my Switch and just slide it into my big pockets. All joking aside, this run. is definitely catered to the Japanese market. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so maybe not as big of a deal here in America or anywhere else, but there you go. I mean, it, it's a feature. Like, it doesn't hurt anything to have it in there, and I probably will end up using it once or twice. I feel like that's Sakurai's kind of motif with his game design. It's a, you know, it's a feature that doesn't really hurt to have, so we're just going to have it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, there's a lot of... There's always been extra features like that in these games. And, uh, I mean, the chat seems excited the about it. Right. Conman, can't wait to plug that or plug my switch into my car's aux port. Blast Calamari <laughs> incantation. Waluigi pinball music on the go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, after that, Sakurai went into some rules. Uh, so, obviously, the, the rules you can customize for your Smash matches. Stamina mode, which was previously a special customization is now a standard smash mode and you can have multiple stocks in your stamina match mm. that's this cool is, this is important right because it's it's literally just 
it's it's housekeeping it's uh quality of life changes and it's it's very minuscule but this makes a lot of sense um you know we were wondering what kind of main uh modes they would have for you know just regular old smash well i never thought they would just take an aspect of you know special smash and be like this doesn't seem like it should be that special and then they put it in the regular modes so i'm i'm okay with this i'm very very excited for this i also like the ability to combine the different you know you know stocks and hp and even time so that gives you a whole lot more control and you can make the presets as well which is awesome presets are a nice touch yeah it'll be good for tournaments specifically and you know if you can if did they say you could have multiple presets i believe so it seemed like that okay that's what i i understood it to be but i also love that selecting your rules got moved to the first thing you do instead of having to try and navigate with four players all trying to select characters to the rules and then change it from time to stock or it's the first right. match that you and your crew were doing and you just rush into the match because you assume it'll be stock and then you play a two minute time match <laughs> been there done that uh so yeah that's great um they reiterated that stages are selected before your fighters which is something they do in tournaments so that's you know another case of sakurai catering to uh competitive smash which is cool and there's other options like uh you know random person gets to choose the stage or loser picks first and i think those options were in before but he highlighted them again here uh he went over sudden death again which obviously is 300 percent the new cool thing is that the camera constantly zooms in and forces the fighters to get closer to each other. It which, makes death a little more sudden. It was always the problem <laughs> with sudden death, too. The, the way they had to alleviate it was by dropping bob bombs randomly on the stage 30 seconds in. Right. So this forces a fight and is actually an interesting sudden death versus what we had mm-hmm. before. Right. And uh, probably one of the coolest additions in my book is the Definitely. final smash meter. I, I think I'll thing. have this on a lot. I, I think, think I'll have I might this play on with a lot. this too. So this I feel like this takes a lot of things that they Nintendo has done in other games and just, you know, applies it to like a smash the smash ball, right? Except without the actual smash ball. This is anime fighter. <laughs> Fill the gauge and then you can use your special. I mean, that's any fighter, isn't it? I mean Smash I think is one of the only fighters that doesn't let you do that. Well, now they do. And they uh, Sakurai noted that it is a weaker final smash. Oh, okay. So there's, I guess there's a little bit of balancing going on. And that makes sense, especially since you're going to be able to do them more often. And yeah. a lot of these final smashes are, you know, hit, watch a cutscene, and then it's over. And yeah. I feel like this decision is tied to that somehow. Like Sakurai maybe wouldn't have done this if it weren't for the fact that these final smashes were more kind of uniform. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is something I doubt competitive will adopt, but it, it was something that I will be playing. It makes it more fun. The comment says, I'm turning on Smash Meter in 1v1s. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I I'm with you. Like, again, I think this is something that I'm going to turn on frequently when I'm playing with friends. Because I, I just, I like the idea of being rewarded in that way. Actually, one of the games that it reminds me of uh, specifically are the street games, specifically NBA Street, 
which I love dearly, and specifically Volume 2. Because NBA Street Volume 2, you have the Game Breaker. So as you are playing, you're doing tricks and you're making dunks, and those fill up a Game Breaker meter, right? And you get the Game Breaker meter, and when you get use the Game Breaker, uh, it actually subtracts a score, you know, from your opponent's, the opponent's team, and then gives you one. So it kind of gives you a little bit of a an edge. Um, and I, I feel like any game that just add add a add a meter that gives you some special move and it just it kind of makes it so much more interesting uh something that angel theory is pointing out in the chat is that there is a problem with this final smash meter some final smashes have an instant ko and some don't well sakurai did say they are weaker so maybe those instant ko attacks mm-hmm. will no longer instant ko well right. the thing is like a lot of those usually do at least like send you flying off so in drop this the case, knockback. if you drop, yeah, you can make it so that it's not going to, you know, from 0% send you all the way off. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> uh, the fact that he said weaker final smashes in his explanation, I think, said a lot for the way he was thinking mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of those final smashes that are one hits. And the, I think his other wrong. the other reason he did this is because a lot of people play with items off, which obviously includes the smash ball. So now you have a way to get your final smash on your own terms, and now players can actually see the final smashes they spent so much time making. Yeah. And then I mean, there's also not the the chaos and randomness of, of the smash ball. And so some people will get the smash ball, not because they were chasing after it the best, but because they were just the most fortuitous. This in, is in consistent situation. and makes it a little more balanced. Now the thing I didn't necessarily like about the smash ball, uh, putting you know, everybody on this level playing field with a meter, I think just makes it a fair mechanic. Yeah. Conman brings up an interesting point. He asks, I just wonder how fast you'll be able to fill the meter. Like, what are the criteria? How hard you hit someone? How many kills you get? Um... I imagine it'll act like most other games where if you just throw out an attack, whether you land or not, it will build the meter a little bit. Uh, Maybe there will even be customization options that allow you to change how fast the meter fills up. The more damage you take, that'd be an interesting one. Gives the edge to the losers. Yeah, for sure. And we know that there's a custom balance uh, toggle in the game, which we don't know what it does, but it was in the direct, but it has the icon for Rage. I'm pretty sure it allows you to use rage? the balance board as your controller. Logan, do you not what know is, what Rage is? What is Rage? Is? No, I don't know what Rage is. Rage was introduced in Smash 4. When your okay. character has high damage, they start smoking and deal more knockback damage. Oh. I think they even do more percent damage, too. So you have the option okay. to turn that off. It was a very polarizing feature in Smash 4 in the competitive community. Yeah. And now Sakurai is catering to them again and just letting them not have it if they don't want it. Honestly, that's a good move. If if all mm-hmm. of it takes is just a switch to just not it not be there because some people don't like it, then so be it. You know, um, something like that makes a lot of sense to me, though. Uh, but maybe it wasn't very well balanced. And that's not a confirmed sure. thing that it you know deals with rage, but it uses the same icon as the rage icon had in Smash Four. So it's just an assumption. Right. Um, pretty high likelihood and that's not to say that's the only thing it can change who knows uh so moving on from rules sakurai also detailed some new battle modes and i got my wish and we have a tag out match called squad strike which allows you to pick up to three or pick three or five characters um that you will switch out on when you lose stocks 
And as far as I know, this is only available in 1v1. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of people that wanted a feature like this, and so this is such a great addition. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I look forward to it. I, you know, we talk about Project M sometimes, and sometimes in a negative light because of, you know, how it changed the competitive scene. But they did have a mode in that that was essentially this, where, you know, you lose a stock and you change to another character that you selected. So maybe Sakurai saw that and he was like, hmm, people seem to like this, and then he introduced it himself. That, or yeah. maybe it was a technical limitation before. Who knows? Yeah. Now I can really, play with all my mains. Yeah. Yay! Really, really it comes down to is... The more really cool modes and the more options you have to toggle things on and off and to uh, change things up, either through battle modes or morphing stages, these are all things that add value to this game because there's just more ways to play. It's like I remember as a kid going over to my friend Corey's house, booting up the GameCube with him and then like two other friends going to special melee doing 300 percent, and then doing 99 lives and then playing for half an hour this one match and just murdering the heck out of each other and not everybody's gonna want to play that way but the fact that we had the option to play that way was the the fun part right and so the fact that we can turn off stage hazards and then we can mm. toggle off rage uh, allegedly um, I, I should have tied this to allegedly not rage, uh, <laughs> but I'm so glad. I, I think that was honestly one of my favorite parts. And I think it supported my excitement for the characters was the fact that, okay, okay. We got all of these characters, but also there's going to be a lot of ways to play with all those characters. And let, let me, let me tell you, there's a lot of ways to play. And Sakurai really communicated that. The thing is, like, Sakurai went to Burger King one day, and they're like, welcome to Burger King, where you can have it your way. And then the light bulb just went off. He's like, what if I let them smash their way? Oh, my God. <laughs> the king is going to be a new character. Confirmed. I mean, we were talking about how many kings there are already, so, I mean, he'll fit right in. Hey. Uh, so I see this being a great, like, competitive side event where mm -hmm. they just, like, have this side tournament at, like, uh, you know, some smaller locals or maybe even Apex and Evo where, you know, these players come up with their squads and it's just, like, it builds a whole new type of matchup that the, the, the layers of competitive Smash just got so much deeper that I can't even describe it right now. Yeah, and I think something else that, you know, if, if players kind of warm up especially competitive players warm up to it because it's a different way to play you have to think different strategies right because okay if you're changing mm. characters every stock all of a sudden you have to think on the fly like uh-oh like now i don't have the same defenses i have a different move set i have to think about how to handle this character all of a sudden their character is different so i think you know playing this might even help people to learn how to think on the fly you know and it's a really good way of doing that instead of just like okay let's play match by match it's like okay let's do it all at once and you can play five different characters so I think that's great. You have all these new layers to smash in the way this in the ways that you can play. And but on top of that, you have at least 73 characters. And I saw someone post on Twitter that that means there's over 2800 competitive matchups. Well, dang. 
one of the things that like we were talking about earlier with all these different like modes and like rule additions and like the diversity of it is like how is the smash community going to like narrow down a particular rule set and this is actually one of the things i'm most excited about because you know why should they everybody can have their own different type of event there can be yeah. all different types of you know you go to a tournament and you can do you know, just squad strike. You can do traditional one v ones. You can do um, the smash down. You can. There's so many different ways you can play this game in the or in the you know community. And I'm excited to see how this is going to be taken up. Yeah, um, I I'm sure there's going to be one centralized version that's going to be at like Evo or something, um, mm-hmm. or like the major league smash. But uh, I can definitely see several other smash matchup types that that are going to be centralized for competitive play um comments yeah, no, also I... bringing up the possibility of combining a squad smash with uh the morphing stages like technically that could be legal <laughs> yeah i mean t- technically anything can be legal as you just, if you just decide you know that this these are the rules right uh, these are the rules we play by and everybody plays by those rules and it's a fair game uh, but that's why they keep certain things out because they tend to be unbalanced. So um, I, I hope more kind of, um, you know, sub subgroups within the competitive community kind of rise up. So it's like, okay, yeah, you have the main attraction, which is very vanilla. It's very just skill-based. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there are a few stages that are off limits, but most of them are okay. And also Battlefield and... The final destination forms are all okay. So, I don't know. I just, I hope the Smash community, this this kind of gives them uh, a little bit, the, give the tools to become a little bit more creative with what they do. Because there is a lot of concessions, you mm-hmm. know, for the for that kind of market. And, which, uh, again, you know, it's a good thing. Sakurai has longevity in mind. Um, people are saying at Evo this year that there's a possibility that Melee might not come back next year. So if Melee... Melee is never on the way out, by the way. At least not for a long time. Um, But if Melee is on the way out, Sakurai needed to kind of keep that in mind and build a game that can last for a long, long time. This one's gonna get a lot of hours out of me. (laughs) Um, But moving forward with battle modes, we've only talked about one. Uh, he's bringing back tourney mode, and it looks like it works just like it did in Melee and Brawl. Up to 32 combatants, you can have CPUs. There's three different bracket types that are allow for, um, you know, more than just Uh, Mm one-on-ones. No idea if that's going to be online. In fact, we'll take a a moment to mention that they didn't mention online at all. (laughs) They didn't talk about it at all. Not a bit. I'm really hoping it is, though. We'll find out hopefully in the next direct. Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, we know online's in the game. It was on the menu screen, too. But yeah. uh, maybe if, maybe we'll get a whole online-centric direct at some point. Um, on top of tourney mode is another brand-new type of way to play Smash Brothers called Smashdown. And I really like this one. I'm uh, a fan. I'm so a fan. So characters that you select, and I'm sure there might be some character selection order that goes along with this, cannot be selected again after they've been used in a match. Um, players in the community will know this as Iron Man. Uh, so Sakurai saw Iron Man and just turned it into a mode. Again, Sakurai catering to the community. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm excited to play this because you know 
with a roster this big, it prevents people from playing the same characters over and over again. Right. <laughs> What's so funny? You cut out again. I cut out? Yeah, yeah you, you were just frozen yeah, we, for a long while. I could hear Paul, and we were just sitting here and kind of chuckling. <laughs> oh, when that happens, we stop streaming. <laughs> I know. Oh, good I times know. then. Oh, yeah, I know when it happens, too. I've got the meter in front of me. Um, yeah. That said, I still, to this day, I, or to right now, I don't know why. Um, and it only it happens. happens for like a second, and it comes back. Yeah. But anyway, um, like this is a fun mode when you're just like sitting on the couch after a while. Like, I feel like it doesn't necessarily progress to this per se, but like, it's a good way to sit down and like, well, we played as these guys, we played as these guys, we played as these guys. Who else should we play as? And kind of work your way around the roster. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to open up a lot of character possibilities for people, and they're going to start playing characters that they didn't know that they had any attachment to. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go again. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, where were we? Oh, training mode. So training <laughs> mode got its own stage. Which it looks it, good. Well, it's, it's graph paper. It's an actual training mode, for, for one thing. Right. Yeah. Um... So, like Logan said, it's a graph paper. Essentially, you can measure distance on attacks, measure how far enemies are being hit. When you attack uh, another player, there is a line, or three lines that show up, that show their trajectory and distance that they, they're going from the attack. Uh, the first line dictates how far they would go at 0%. The middle line is the... Oh, there we go again. Wow, that's rough. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Nope, it's still gone. You're back. Am I? Yeah. For us. Okay, well, I'm still pushing out nothing out of OBS. Uh, yeah. Oh, look, we're pushing out data again. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't know how much of that is my internet. I feel like, I mean, it hasn't done this much before. Well, it's never done this before, actually. Yeah. Um, right. Where were we at? Training mode still. Oh, yeah. It measures distance and trajectory for enemies when you hit them. Um, the the one line is 0%. Second line is actual trajectory and distance. And third line is what it would be at 100%. So, you know, the competitive scene likes to lab the game, and they learn exactly what percents do what and what attacks hit you where. And now they have the tools in the game to figure it out. Right. Now, this is super, super valuable. I mean, I remember doing some training stuff in Rocket League, and they have very specific goals for you to accomplish to make you, like, get you to execute, like, a, a certain action, right? Um, and so having something like this to give you that information so you know that, like, okay... You know, this guy's at 50%, you know, and then, like, how far is he going to fly? Just having that knowledge and having kind of a an actual understanding, not just like, oh, I know this happens, but I've done it before, and so I can consistently make it happen. And that's super important. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Um, again, Sakurai catering to as many people as he can, again, with the competitive scene. And uh, the stage from what it sounds like is exclusive to training mode because it doesn't look like there's any way to die except off the top because it looked yeah. like left and right may have 
they just go in a circle. I'm not sure. Either that or it's really big. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little then bit of both. A little bit of single-player content, Sakurai detailed classic mode, and it is going back to the classic mode that we know and love from Melee and Brawl. Not classic, the, classic mode. Not the ridiculousness that was Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. In Smash for Wii U, you were a trophy on a field, and then other trophies would show up, and you would get to choose which set of trophies you wanted to fight. Um, Foolishness. But, but they were all like eight-player Smash matches. There was like hardly any 1v1s in there. This is just classic mode as we know it, with a twist. Every single character has a unique set of stages and enemies that they will fight in their run of classic mode. So, mm. you know, 73-plus characters in the game, that's 73 individual versions of classic mode that there is. That gives uh, you a reason to go and play them all? Yeah, I'm, I am more excited about playing classic mode because I won't be doing the same thing every time I play it. And right. That's exciting. Also, it'll be really exciting to play as characters and then kind of... I imagine that um, some of the... It will be, like, thematic. So, like, if you're playing as Link, right, you're going to... There's probably going to be a lot of Zelda in there, right? Um, And with anything, Mario, Mario, all that good stuff. Um, So it'll, it'll just kind of add that extra little piece of detail that Sakurai is known for, which makes a lot of sense. I, I just feel like every every piece that they've talked about, every piece of music, every character, there's just so much to it, and it's so meticulous and cared for. Like, we're kind of being spoiled right now. Like, everything we get, it's like, this just makes sense, and all here's all the stuff that they're going to give us that we didn't know we wanted as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is the ultimate version of Smash Brothers, and Conman brings up something I was thinking about, too. Uh, he says, like, uh, what would be cool is if every character somehow gets a rival in in their version of Classic Mode. If you remember Adventure Mode from Melee, it always ends with a fight against Bowser, and Bowser's really only the villain to the Mario series. Mm-hmm. So in this case, you might end with a match, or maybe the second-to-last match if the end is Master Hand. Um, you'd get a villain to the, to the character you're playing as, maybe like K. Rule for Donkey Kong, or uh, like Wolf for Fox and Falco, just stuff like that. Uh, I think that helps build the identity of the character's classic mode, and just, again, makes it that much more interesting to actually play a classic mode for a specific character. Mm. So I'd be really into that. Yeah, just more levels of depth. Um, after that, Sakurai went into a big, long video of items, Pokemon, and assist trophies. So uh, a lot of the items that they shown were we'd already known about. Actually, mm-hmm. only two of them, never mind. Uh, we knew about the banana gun, and we knew about the bomber, because they were both in the E3 build. Um... So Killing Edge, which I believe is from Fire Emblem, if you hit the attack button the moment it glows, you deal more damage. Thought that was pretty cool. You have Death Scythe, which is instant death at high percent if you get hit by it. The Staff Mm. from Kid Icarus um, does more damage at long distance. The Ramblin' Evil Mushroom, which I believe is from Earthbound, which it acts like lipstick, where it just builds like a mushroom on your head and deals damage to you over time. It might even replace lipstick. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it in the game yet. 
And then there's the Rage Blaster, which does more damage the more rage you have, or the higher damage you've taken, hence its name. Uh, so I like the Rage Blaster. I like that. Yeah, I think all like these really fun I like anything additions. that balances like that. So like anybody's like, oh, he's more vulnerable, but that makes him more dangerous. Yeah, just a, a lot of cool items here. Um, I don't typically play with items, but for a while in Smash Ultimate, I'll probably play with items on just to you know feel them out and have fun. It the also least, depends might on up... the context, right? If you're playing 1v1, you might not do items, but if you're doing like a party, if you're doing eight player smash or four player smash, or you're playing with people who aren't very good uh, and you just want to have a good time, throw some items on. I mean, good... sometimes like you'll play those like very vanilla matches for so long and then just to have some funsies, you'll throw the items on. I do that every now and again. Yeah, it just helps mix it up. A lot in Smash to to you know keep yourself going yeah uh then he went to pokemon we got a lolan executor which is really funny <laughs> he just acts like a wall i can't remember who i i heard it somewhere i'm not sure if we had discussed a Alol- lolan executor uh whether he would <laughs> how he would function <laughs> but whoever said it whoever said it like they were right like that's all he does he's just a big old wall you just can't you can't get over him unless you get high enough i can't remember for sure Um, i i I remember i feel like i had this conversation before or i heard somebody else uh talk about like what if he was uh in smash as a pokemon of course and that's exactly what he is (laughs) he's amazing i love him he's so cute he's very tall and he's very cute we have Abra, who teleports you around the stage over and over again. It's a super cute idea. Uh, Sogaleo and Lunala, which we already saw. Uh, Mimikyu, a character that people wanted to be playable. But uh, here's the deconfirm wave. Mimikyu is a Pokemon from a Pokeball now. Um, it looks like it just kind of puts you under its sheet and then kills you. Like, actually just kills you. Good times. Also very cute. Also yes. very cute. Lots of very cute Pokemon. Then there's Pukumuku, which I don't know a whole lot about personally, but if you get close to it, it looks like it smacks you with a hand that it hides in its <laughs> mouth. Um, Vulpix and Alolan Vulpix, they both do the same thing, just one with fire. I'm so good. I, so Vulpix was never in Smash before? Nope. Okay, this is the perfect condition because Vulpix, if you guys didn't know, is it's his least best favorite Pokemon. Other than, other than. Ninetales, which is obviously its evolution. Best Pokemon. I'm sorry if you guys feel differently. I know it hurts to be wrong. Conman says... We know that you don't like Vulpix, Logan. That's okay. Common says, Mimikyu literally takes you to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got Mars Shadow, who uh, like turns into a ghost, goes underground, and then pops up on you. And then an interesting mm. one, Ditto, a character, a Pokemon that was in Melee but never fully programmed. Um, and it does what it was supposed to do in Melee. It transforms into you and helps you fight, which is really cool. That, that's just amazing. Like, I really look forward to the first experience I have with a Ditto. And uh, th- There's one thing, though, that I wish they had done differently. When, th- when Ditto transforms into you, he doesn't have the two dot eyes and just the long line smiley mouth. Why not? That would have been adorable. <laughs> 
Probably would have been. They'll come in a patch. Don't worry. There you go. So, from my understanding, he literally just transforms into a version of the character that threw it, and then that attacks. Yep. Just, okay. It just becomes a clone of I'm you. Down. I'm down with that. Yeah, it's a super cool idea. And then uh, right in that middle of that segment, uh, Zero busts in and attacks some people. And Zero, again, deconfirmed wave. Here we go. Assist trophies. So Zero, obviously, from Mega Man X. Um, he's an assist trophy. Just does some cool attacks on stage. Not a lot to it other than that, really. Um, then we oh, got... Okay, let me interject here, okay? Because... What I feel did? like you're going to tell me he's... nothing. Just because he's an assist trophy doesn't mean he can't be a character. For example, we all know Waluigi's going to be in this game, but he is also an assist trophy. So I just proved you wrong. I can't wait till they reveal Waluigi. I'm going to cry myself tonight. To answer your question, Moogles, yes, it it was the specific ditto from the anime, but the dittos that can transform correctly transform completely into the character with color. And in Smash Brothers, they just say pink. So I feel like the dot dot smiley face would have uh, yeah. been more appropriate. Um, we also have Knuckles from the Sonic series. Digs underground, he uppercuts, and he does the, the homing attack. Um, Crystal uses the staff. She has ice and fire attacks, I believe. All right. <laughs> oh, there we go. Do, 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 do. All right, all right, all hey, right. Hey, look, we're back again. Um, Claptrap from the Donkey Kong Country series latches on and bites you. We have Cap'n, which is probably my favorite. Well, one of my favorites from this line of assist trophies. I was going to say. <laughs> Cap'n gets in the bus, drives into your character, puts you on the bus, and then just drives off stage, and it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I, Easily, you can't I even think... be upset. That's easily my favorite. Uh, well, second favorite. Second favorite new assist trophy. Uh, on top of that, we have Chef Kawasaki that uses Kirby's um, Final Smash from Brawl, where he puts you in the stew and cooks you up. Gray Fox, also returning from Brawl. Um, we have Nikki from uh, Swap Note. She draws stuff on the stage and it can attack you. <laughs> Looks pretty cool. Uh, Shovel Knight, the big D confirm. Shovel Knight will be an assist trophy. He'll dig stuff out of the ground. He'll pogo stick off of you with his shovel. Yeah, okay, but can we can we can we just recognize how significant this is, though? Yeah, like, it's yeah, very we didn't get Shovel Knight as a character, but Shovel Knight was never going to be a character. Let's be honest. The fact that he got an assist trophy that speaks volumes. I can't I can't imagine how like. Um, yacht club how, yeah yacht club the game is like how ecstatic they were when they were like this happened we got our character in super smash bros that's okay he's, like, he's is... gonna be in another fighting game that's true he'll be fine um that had to be a great call for them that said yeah. i do think there will be an indie rep in the game um probably Shantae. i want it probably Shantae. uh the moon from majora's mask literally just comes onto stage and blows you up it's pretty great. That's amazing. And then we got a guest assist trophy that made me pop off during the stream. This is um, the best one. This is the best one. Rathalos from the Monster Hunter ah, series. Monster Hunter! Did you guys know yes! we like Monster Hunter? Have we talked about that before? <laughs> I love Monster Hunter. Oh, my God. This and one so made me so happy. Good. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, this uh, was this was the best one. This is such a great way to like bring Monster Hunter into Smash, though. Like an assist trophy and a boss monster. Yeah. So hopefully this isn't the last Monster Hunter piece of content we get. Right. Um, there, there's a little controversy right now because the the whole segment with the Rathalos started on a stage that's the ancestral step from Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. That said, um, people are bringing up the fact that the stage wasn't added to the stage list and that there's already 103 stages on the list. Is this story mode content, guys? I hope so. I think it might I be. I hope so. I need it to be? Okay. Because Dracula, from it, during the Castlevania segment, is also labeled as a boss... And people uh, on the internet were pointing out that the segment where Sakurai mentions that he—that's not the—that's not the stage. And right. he says that he's—he shows up under like specific circumstances. Right. So here's the here's the question. So where where would a boss appear? I would imagine maybe maybe they throw something in classic, or maybe there's an event uh, like a generic adventure mode. Um, but. There, I mean, where where would this be hiding in the menu? I mean, we haven't seen all the menu, right? Uh, to it's to under games and more. Re- to uh, reply to Jackson Films, he says, "Dream, it's already been confirmed that they are stage bosses. They actually weren't referred to as stage bosses during the direct. They were just referred to as bosses. Um, at least specifically in the case of Rathalos. So who knows? That said." There is an item on the menu that Sakurai showed off before they they closed up shop that was censored. And the internet people... Presumably because of nudity. Right. we don't show that. Yeah. But uh, internet gurus have already discovered that it says sprites. And this is confirmed... Sprites? Or spirits, excuse me. This is confirmed because it also (laughs) says spirits in the Japanese version of the direct, which is written in katakana. So you can't... You can't mix that up. It just says it, it, it says spirits. out in the Japanese direct. Yeah, and it also said <laughs> spirits, but in katakana. Okay. It was just badly censored, as it turns out. Um, Maybe that was the point. So, with that said, what is spirits? I think spirits is a story mode. Yeah, I think this is subspace. I think I'm, is... I'm really hoping that's what it is because I need it to be. There's a big old theory going around that all these characters have been dying in their trailers. Well, Luigi legitimately turns into a spirit in his trailer. So I'm of the opinion that this is the mode that you collect all the characters in by collecting their spirits after they're killed by whomever. And story? Story elements? Story elements, please? Cutscenes, please? I think the cutscenes for the trailers are the cutscenes for the story mode. I hope so, because they are all amazing. Well, I would take but, a whole mode full of them. But is that going to be all of the cutscenes? That's the question. Like, are, are there going to yep, be any extra of ones, only, transitionary no ones? Is there going to be a cohesive story? Is that what we're getting, or are we just going to get a little bit of extra stuff? I think I'm okay with either, but I like the idea of doing something a little more ambitious Maybe not quite as extensive as subspace, uh, and maybe something that has more replayability. I think would be more valuable. So, especially if this is uh, the mode that presumably you can just unlock all the characters in. 
uh, outside of just oh i'm going to play 200 matches and then somebody's going to appear and i'm going to beat them yeah i don't know if this is going to be like a platform adventure like it was in brawl or i almost you know there was a rumor for smash 4 that tower of smash rumor where you would go up each tower and be introduced with a different challenge um I'm wondering if it'll take that kind of format or like the Octopass expansion where yeah where you you're just given a series of challenges that you have to complete that you know vary kind of like event match mode in um the previous Smash games but uh mm-hmm. maybe with story beats that tie them together. Yeah, I feel like that makes a lot of sense in the context of the type of game that Smash Bros in. Like, again, I don't want them to just do subspace emissary because as ambitious as it was, as enjoyable as it was at times, it it felt it felt really weighed down, you know, like by the end of it, you're kind of like, is this is it over? Even though like you finish it and you're like, that's really zany. And that's what I love Smash Bros for. So I don't know. I just I just hope that I and and I I have faith that they're going to do something different and that it's going to be really interesting and and I'm hoping that it's executed really well which I have a I have a good feeling it's going to be fine man cuz we get to beat up Arathlos boom I, I well, feel I mean, it's, regardless, it's going to be fine because I'm going to put 300 plus hours into this game easy only I'm being conservative. So uh, <laughs> another thing that makes me question this is why would Sakurai point out that on the menu if he wasn't going to tell us what it was? He's he's trying to make us question it. Yeah, hmm. I mean, it, it wouldn't be a Smash Direct and also how many months do we have until December? Less than four. Yeah. Until launch. So it, it, it wouldn't have been a Smash Direct without a little bit of a tease for okay there's still more content to come oh we still have more characters and more echo fighters and possibly more stages and more modes and Mm. also here's a specific mode that you all might really be into and we're going to keep it really ambiguous and we're not going to tell you for sure and then everybody else can try to decode the censorship and figure out that it's spirits but we still have no clue what exactly it's going to be i mean i guess i shouldn't say no clue because we have an inkling of what it might be but it could also be very very different from what we think it might be yeah um another element of the button is that it is green much like the buttons for smash tour and smash run but if you noticed the uh the name of the mode is spirits and not smash spirits um, on top of that, there's also a symbol above the word spirits that looks awfully similar to the logo for Subspace Emissary. Um, yeah. The, the stars are aligning here, boys. If it's yeah. like another Smash Run type deal, I might actually be upset, though. Like That's something that I wouldn't really want to be hyped up in this way. I, I want, Smash I Run want and Smash Tour will to... probably be in the Games and More tab. They weren't yeah. in Smash 4, but... I can dream. I'd, well, Smash I never 4 got a chance to play UI. So I never got a chance to play Smash Run. So I would love if the mode came back. Because, again, with the Switch and being able to play locally and everybody have their own screens, like it just makes a lot of sense. Um, and 
again, just give me more, more ways to play. I mean, it's not like I don't already have enough, right? But we know there's going to be more, so I might as well be get a little greedy with it. Uh, Angel Theory says, when he talks about Rathalos, he says he appears as a boss. A boss in what mode exactly? And that's the question we're trying to answer here. Um, if you look at Smash 4, the, the Yellow Devil and Ridley on the Pyrosphere stage were also called bosses. So these could just end up being stage bosses in the end. The thing is, Sakurai didn't... He didn't tell us. And he did that on purpose. <laughs> right. He, uh... Guys, that's why we have the games and more button. <laughs> I make fun of the games and more button a lot. Uh, it's just the catch-all for everything else that they don't know where to put. Yeah. You know what was a great tab on the menu? Solo group. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play this by myself. Where do I go? The solo. solo tab. I have friends. Group. So there's a couple more elements of the UI we should talk about, but before we do that, um, I'm not. There's still a little bit more to talk about in regards to Rathalos and Monster Hunter. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate comes out at the end of this month. The Ancestral Step, which is what that stage is, comes is in that game. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a regular direct this month too. So at the end of that direct, I think we might get a trailer for the Monster Hunter as a playable character. Big theory I, right here. Big I theory. Honestly you heard it first. That. Brandon said it. Like Monster I definitely felt it, like immediately after announcing Rathalos as a boss and an assist trophy that that is a far way to go for a franchise that doesn't have a character represented in the game. Yeah. So it only makes sense to me that there will be Monster Hunter as a playable character. So okay, but here's the thing: what do they what do they call the monster hunter? Do they call it monster monster hunter? hunter? Um, how about I know like you know playing through world there is the like the first hunter or whatever. Do you know what I, you guys know what I mean? Oh yeah, the nope. first hunter in Monster Hunter World. I forget his name. Right. Um, but he's a character. Right. So I wonder if they take that angle because it's, you know, it's more of an avatar than anything else. And the same could be said about the character of Robin and Corin. Uh, right. So um, I'm, I'm just I mean, it's not like a you huge one different armors. I see. You. I right. anticipate we'll get a monster hunter with that as the name in Rathalos armor. That is like your cookie cutter monster hunter identity right, right there that's what the design they mm -hmm. went with for uh marvel versus capcom and that's yeah. not to say that there won't be more than one armor set i yeah i feel like i'd have a tough time pinning down what the what the move set would look like because i mean monster hunter is just based off of okay w what what weapon set do you want to use what we'll weapon type we'll you know? think of the inkling character mm -hmm. their smash attacks use a variety of different weapon classes they don't limit oh, okay. it okay Oh, well, then that just clears up because then there's so many possibilities. Yeah, exactly. So I think the greatsword will be the weapon that they give the hunter, but the hunter will have access to all kinds of weapons in their moveset. Right. Um, Definitely that... be a slower character. Oh, for sure. Um, and uh, Shadow Shroom says the hunter would probably be like the, the Inklings, and I'm assuming that you're talking about eight different costumes because I'd be way into that. <laughs> Eight different hunter outfits. Yes, please. Um, so do you guys agree with me that a hunter is fairly likely at this point? Yeah, 
I, I, I feel like it is. It's fairly likely. I'm not positive because, again, I think there's a ton of things that could and couldn't happen. Nintendo's just at this point. Anything can happen now. They're they're at the top of their game, and then obviously when you're dealing with Sakurai and Smash Bros, then it's then it's really a crapshoot. You like you really don't know what you're getting into because you can make a million predictions and they'd all be wrong, and then you could all these other possibilities that you never even considered would show up, right? Uh, but for from what I'm seeing. With this cycle, it seems like he's giving us a lot of stuff that we want. And what would be one of the biggest third-party characters that they could put into Smash Bros, specifically Goku. because of Japan? You put a Monster <laughs> oh, Hunter right. in there. You put a Monster Hunter in there. That'd be huge. It'd be huge for both Monster Hunter and it'd be huge for you know Smash as well. Because, I mean... That's amazing. And That's Monster incredible. Hunter's Western appeal was just significantly widened because of Monster Hunter World. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, so re- this is a- they released yeah. Monster Hunter Stories here in the West, a game that I never thought would ever come here. Mm. So That made me so happy. Who knows? Good times. And I also love that the stage they went for with Rathalos was based on Monster Hunter 4, um, you right. know, the last big 3DS game we got before Generations. So... I, the stars are aligning again. Yeah. Um, but enough about the Monster Hunter. Uh, Jackson Films says, wait, didn't Sakurai say when he pointed out the mode that he that they couldn't talk about it? Why would they show it, um, show it after that random assist trophy? Well, that's what we're saying. We think the two are tied together. Um, we think the bosses are part of that mode, which we are assuming is some kind of story or adventure mode. Um, but there's other stuff on the menu that we should talk about. There's games and more. There's Smash, um, you know, which have the stuff that you would assume. Well, games and more mm-hmm. is always a crapshoot. But you have Vault <laughs> and uh, Online. But there's also a new dashboard feature. Where if you press Z- mm-hmm. ZR, the dashboard is always available wherever on the menu you are, which features an options button, thank God. Yeah, uh, no, I, I was really impressed with this menu and how it was laid out and what i was looking at is specifically how they have that circle in the center so i'm presumably i'm i'm thinking that you're just literally rotating the stick towards the selection you want and then selecting it which just makes so much sense like this is good UI right here. I immediately looked, looked at this and I was like, if this functions the way that I think it functions, God bless. If games and more make sense and the contents <laughs> are in it, then this is a good menu and I'm okay with it. That is a big if. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Other features of the dashboard, they they did a very big close up on that message icon. Are you going to be able to send game invites or other types of messages directly through Smash Brothers? Because that's awesome. Please. Right. No, I love the idea of just having that kind of dashboard that's available at any moment. Because, again, it's just like, okay, here's what what needs to be available at any moment. Right? So you got the options, which is great. You don't have to go searching for your options. They're just always available. In games and more, why was it there? (laughs) I have no idea. No idea. This makes a lot more sense. And then you have, uh, you know, the messages. You have the switch icon, which I think is, I presume that's local wireless. So if you wanted to just play with a friend, you'd go to that and you'd hook up and then you'd play Smash. 
with just like uh, all of the features available inside of that right uh and then obviously it looks like just a home button i assume that just kind of brings you to the the home menu mm-hmm. uh, and then at the bottom i assume that's the manual so i mean everything about this like they they took the time it's almost like they heard the complaints and they listened and they changed it yeah so. definitely i mean sakurai has been left and right doing things that people have been asking for and taking uh taking into to consideration you know concerns people have had yeah uh no i do i do want to know was that little symbol on the side also blurred out the symbol right beneath the home button was also yes. blurred out okay so do we know do we think that's related to spirits or, or it, maybe it's something else it could be related to spirits uh, spirits for all we know might even be something some kind of global mode that you know you contribute to by playing everything in the game there's it's right it is no we don't know Right. Um, it could also yeah. be access to your trophy collection. That'd be kind of nice to have, though I don't know why it would be on the top of the list. Uh, because it's that important. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question. So maybe we'll find out when we hear about online. Um, speaking of online, we've talked about everything that Sakurai showed us. Now we should talk about some of the stuff that we still don't have any confirmation for, um, such as the online. So what do we know about the online? We know that it exists. That's all we know. <laughs> when we know that the button is is orange uh, on the menu. We know that it will connect your Switch to other people's Switches that are not there directly with you. And most importantly, we know that through it, <laughs> I will be able to play with you guys in different locations. If you have the Switch online. So yeah, rather than I'm talking about the feature under. set that it will you know online will have uh, let's talk about when we think we'll find out what it is uh, when october a month December after 6th. online comes out uh, i wouldn't no be surprised point talking about it before well i mean at the very least they should talk about it alongside the release of online to get people to understand why it's important or at least close to that time i would say At the very late, like very latest October. Fair enough. Yeah, that seems like a a reasonable time. I think, but when when are we hearing more about the online? Just generically, do we know? No idea. I feel like September would be a good month for the online reveal, and then I feel like I don't know. It's just they need to I, sell the online, and so far there's nothing launching alongside of it. Right. Well, I mean, if we have a direct at the end of August, I would test. I, I would probably cover a lot of like the online stuff before it launches. Hopefully. That would be a good time to announce a test smash, and then lead directly into the Monster Hunter trailer. Mm-hmm. Everything all nice and compact. Yeah. Also, I didn't even think about that. But, you know, since the confirmation of, hey, we're pretty much going to know all the characters before launch, then I can imagine them doing a test smash. Like maybe a month before the game drops, have like that final blowout where it's here's every character, here's every stage. 
um oh yeah the only could... thing they they don't give us is some of the specifics of like spirits and they could... but they explained what it is and they could really get around the uh the data mining problem because they could really cater a demo to the content that they've announced to that point because they've obviously planned this way out in advance right but here's the other mm -hmm. thing it's like at that point they've revealed most of the content what's left well, that's, to data that's exactly what i'm saying um so, there's nothing yeah. to lose sakurai doesn't have to worry about people getting information they shouldn't have right yeah. um with that said i mean we haven't seen any of the collectibles like trophies stickers or cds if they're even going to use cds which i have a feeling they're not going to um but trophies on the that's other a hand. lot of cds to collect yeah that's what i'm saying so <laughs> i, uh, I want to know i want to know how i'm collecting trophies i want to know how, other than like obviously you're going to collect some in classic mode by completing you know the classic uh stages uh but are we getting the coin launcher are we getting some form of beating on boxes please bring back the coin launcher i love that mode <laughs> i think yeah i hope i hope there's again several different ways yeah to that'd do be great it. so and and then maybe like one or two new ones as sure well. that's the hope um with that is there anything else that we haven't mentioned um i'm not sure i don't i don't think i mean there probably is chances are with how much we will talk about this there will always be something new but currently i think that's the I think that's bright all for side now. is if we think of things after this we have a podcast on friday where we will be talking about more super smash brothers right and also a discord which has become a lot more active as of recently so if you're on discord and you want to continue to this discussion either with us personally or with other people in the chat you can go to the discord and you can have all the conversation you want in there and it'll be a lot of fun because it's been fun all day uh that said you can also follow us on twitter you can find me at baba babs you can find logan at loggy dubs you can find paul at gunnysaurus or you can follow us as a collective at brick room arcade on twitter um if you really liked what you saw here and you want to get in on that discussion on friday you can hit subscribe and like this video if you liked what you listened to today also if you really like what we do here or you've been a fan for a while and you want to help support us there is a link to our patreon in the description you can contribute for as little as a dollar a month if you do we'd really appreciate it and if you don't we still love you anyway so you win win it's a win win regardless um so yeah i see you guys are still bringing up questions and stuff come to the discord we can talk about it more after the show's over i would love to continue the discussion with you guys yes please uh so with all that in mind uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. Don't break your backs, break in the games, but for now, break time's over. <laughs>